Some of you have asked how you can help us. While most of us would say, we want wine. <sighs> Italia Wine Podcast is a publicly funded, sponsor-driven enterprise that needs the moolah. You can donate through Patreon or GoFundMe by heading to italianwinepodcast.com. We would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hello, my name's Stevie Kim, and welcome to Italian Wine Podcast, On the Road Edition, and we are on this journey to explore and discover Irpinia. So today we have a, a special guest with us. Her name is Ilaria Petito, and she is a wine producer from this area. Her uh, winery is called Dona Chiara, but today she has a different role and it's she has an institutional role, which is the vice president of consortium of Irpinia. Ciao, Ilaria. Come Ciao, stai? Stevie. Come ti va? Benissimo. Si stanca like... oggi? Un pochino adesso sì. Se ti abbiamo fatto lavorare. È stata una giornata intensa. Ilaria, why don't you tell us a little bit about, first of all, Irpinia and then the consortium? So Irpinia is uh, Avellino province. So we are uh, in Avellino, which is uh, inland in the east part of Campania. As uh, you can see around, it's called the, the green Irpinia because it's full of uh, hills, mountains. That's why also is, uh, you know, the quality wine region here in Campania. So um, we have a beautiful uh, forest and we can grow great grapes such as Fiano di Avellino, Greco di Tufo and of course Ianico, so Taurasi. So the Consorzio Tutela Vini di Irpinia was established in 2003. So also when we got the two DOCG, the Fiano di Avellino and the Greco di Tufo in 2003, And uh, the Taurasi DOCG was um, older because it was in uh, 1993. That's why the Taurasi is known as the biggest red of Southern Italy. Can you, Ilaria, tell us a little bit, try to contextualize a little bit, how big is Arpinia? And also, how many wine producers are there here? Irpinia, it's a quite a big province. Mm -hmm. So there are, uh, I think, uh, about 300 wineries only in Avellino province. So even if, uh, of course, the size of the winery, beside like uh, four or five big wineries, then the rest uh, is uh, small producers. But uh, anyways, uh, you know, we have uh, these three different areas. So there are also producers that are specialized just in one of the three wines. So we have uh, many producers in the area of Fiano that just produce Fiano di Avellino. Then uh, the area of Greco di Tufo is uh, the smallest because it's uh, just eight uh, villages. And then we have the Taurasi, which is a 17 village. Just two uh, towns uh, come across the two of the three DOCG, which are La Pio, very famous for the production of Fiano di Avellino, mm -hmm. but also for Taurasi. And Monte Falcione, same, uh, come across uh, of Fiano di Avellino and Taurasi denomination. 
So before coming here today, we were、um, we had lunch hosted by a、uh, wine producer in Taurasi, and we were so so、um, astonished by the beauty of Taurasi surrounding areas and all the vineyards, etc. So in terms of also the altitude, it varies quite quite a bit. Do you want to give us a little bit、um, of an idea as to the A climatic conditions, the microclimate in this area. I think this is the point. This is the specialty of Irpinia because here we go from three hundred meters above the sea level until、uh, over one thousand. So mostly the production uh, uh, is uh, uh, between four hundred meters and eight、uh, hundred. So there are.、Uh, Um, Fiano di Avellino that、uh, is made at six eight hundred you know meters above the sea level, so it's almost a mountain white. And also for Taurasi, the Ajanico, because Taurasi is the denomination, but the Ajanico can be made at three hundred meters, which is an Ajanico that,、uh, of course,、uh, become、uh, you know the the ripeness, the maturation is slowly, but it's ready in November. It sometimes. The Ajanico is made in very high zone,、uh, for instance, Monte Marano, where you know it's very difficult to wait until the right maturation of the Ajanico because the area is very cold. Upstairs, right now, we are tasting, I believe, nine wines, but it's a blind tasting, right? As a consortium, why did you choose to do a blind tasting? Because for us,、uh, it is important, anyways, to communicate the denomination. We have、uh, over five hundred、uh, associated in the consortium. So,、uh, among so you course, have five hundred wine producers. No, it's not、um, just winery because it's also just、um, uh, you know grapes grower, right, then right, right.、Uh, winery, and、uh, just bottling company. But anyways, for us, it's important,、uh, you know, and just to communicate our denomination. And、uh, we have to choose just,、uh, you know, nine wines.、Uh, it's impossible to make everybody happy, so it's better to do a blind tasting, so nobody know <laughs> who is、uh, the producer. But anyways, we want to give an overview of、uh, the three denomination. So you know,、uh, there's always this discussion between to promote the territory. Or the brand. Most of the consortium work is, of course,、mm-hmm. done trying to promote the territory. What are the objectives of the consortium of Erpinia? What are your plans in the near future? Of course, the territory comes first because、uh, we discover that we are a, a secret <laughs> place. Nobody knows <laughs> exactly. So we want to exist. We want to tell to、uh, you know, consumers and people、uh, where is Irpinia? What is Irpinia? Because、uh, now you are here, I think you had an idea, and this is a beautiful, wild, authentic place. So I'm sure that uh, if uh, you know people start to know to understand, they can,、uh, of course, come and taste、uh, the wines and love. This place, and so for us, the the territory comes first as a, you know our purpose for the consortium, and then of course this can help all the you know producers. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged. 
The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and Other Stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. So we have also to work on the Campania and then in Irpinia, which is a specific quality area inland. So this is also a problem because we were hired, you know, by the mountains. So many tourists in, on the coast, but they don't know that if they take one day to visit, you know, uh, the area inland, they can discover so many beautiful uh, wineries and wine. So I guess this is kind of a challenge, right? So it, it depends on your target market. But like you said, a lot of, you know, the famous areas, the touristy area is on the coast because people go to the beach and, you know, that's kind of the Dolce Vita, et cetera, et cetera. How are you planning to bring them inland? Why is Erpina so special? You know, it's, uh, it's easy because uh, we have a strategic location. We are only 15 um, minutes far from Salerno, which is Amalfi-Cost, and just uh, 15 minutes from Naples. So we don't want to take just people in Avellino, in Irpinia, and then don't show the rest of the region because, of course, we are lucky. So lucky to have this beautiful touristic location. But we want to offer an overview of the region. And I think that the region is missing an important part, which is the wine region. So um, I agree with you that people... Uh, like to go on the beach because I do the same. But also, I, I think that many tourists, they want to take at least one, two days to, you know, discover the territory and see uh, what else you can find in Campania. I'm sure about that. How can you tell the difference in your mouth and um, on your palate and on your nose? What are the differences between Fiano di Avellino and Greco di Tufo? I think they are very different. Um, <laughs> I can for you. Piano di Avellino is uh, very complex. Uh, is uh, semi-aromatic. Yeah. The aromas uh, is uh, very complex and has uh, some specific note. Uh, for instance, uh, we say the dried fruit, uh, the almond, the um, and then the, the hazelnuts. For instance, when you taste. Uh, a fiano which is uh, aged a little bit because uh, we try to explain all the time that uh, the specialty of fiano is the aging potential. So it's uh, interesting in the, also in the classroom to taste an aged fiano. And so you had uh, all the time the idea that this is an orchid white, but uh, is made just in stainless steel, but has uh, so much complexity. All uh, the dried fruit that we have in Irpinia, because Irpinia is uh, full of forest. Greco di Tufo, the characteristic is the minerality, because uh, Tufo uh, comes from uh, the area of uh, uh, sulfus mines. Uh, mm -hmm. And so that's why the typical uh, note of Greco di Tufo is this, uh, you know, minerality. As more body uh, at the beginning, more acidity, I believe. So that's why also many wineries uh, do the sparkling Greco di Tufo. Sometimes it's easier, the Greco di Tufo, to understand because uh, it's less complex by the uh, full body white wines. And also the Greco has a good aging uh, potential. In terms of production, is it more, more prominent Greco or Fiano? The Fiano denomination is uh, bigger. Mm -hmm. The production of the Greco di Tufo is bigger. But I feel like everyone is looking for a Greco lately. Because uh, it's more known, the Greco di Tufo. This, uh, 
denomination, uh, it's more known. Maybe the name it's easier to it's recognize. More popular, yeah. Also, the the wine maybe it's easier to understand. So Greco became very popular, and that's the reason why the production is bigger. And what about the red? The red, I think it's um, you know another challenge for us because of course Campania region because we compete with many regions very famous region in Italy that produce good red so the idea of consumers is that Campania produce good white they forget yeah I mean that red. is kind of the popular myth right Campania is known for Greco and Piano and Palangina and like I mean which is very impressive, right? So that's already important, but it's a, it's it's even a tougher challenge to compete with Adianico, right? I think Adianico is really amazing. First of all, is the last uh, uh, harvest in Italy because we harvest the Adianico in November, so um, it's a late harvest varietal. Uh, so it's a powerful uh, red that stays on the vines uh, until November under the rain. Uh, so it's full of elements that uh, make this uh, a red that can live uh, forever. Then uh, it's uh, the specific Ayanico made in Irpinia is the only one suitable uh, to become Taurasi, the OCG, which is the denomination that uh, starts from the town of Taurasi. You know, if you don't do promotion on a red which is... Uh, now it's uh, the best value for price because you can buy a Taurasi, which is uh, at least three years uh, old. Uh, I mean, because uh, the process uh, to release a Taurasi is a long process mm -hmm. and uh, you can buy it for less than uh, another red. So, um, you know, of course, the popular things, it's kind of the trendy things to talk about is um, organic and also sustainable wines. How, how prevalent is that? In, in Irpinia? It's quite prevalent, the um, organic uh, you know, training uh, of the vineyards. Many producers do organic um, ayanico and also white, mainly Fiano di Avellino, which is a very resistant uh, kind of grapes, so it's easier. Mm -hmm. But besides the organic, because, uh, you know, the organic, uh, many people believe is good. Some others think it's uh, not really good for the soil. But sustainability, we believe that uh, this is really an important uh, topic. So also as consortia, we want to invest in the sustainable certification for our denomination. Okay, that's it. Would you like to say anything else to our audience? How are you going to convince them to come to Erpina? So come to Irpinia because we have uh, everything. We are close to the beach. We have an authentic, wild, uh, green uh, place. We, ha we are happy and uh, drink our wines, make uh, people happy. Okay, that's it. I guess it's time to go. There's an alarm. I don't know where it's coming from. Ching, ching. So thank you very much, Ilaria. And you'll be seeing this on Mama Jumbo Shrimp, our sister channel. So don't forget to subscribe below and follow us. That's Chin Chin with Italian wine people. Ciao ragazzi.
Thank you for joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin!